Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to the Halfback Podcast. You're with the current fearless leader, Sam Williams, whilst my brother Tim is gallivanting around Europe. He was at Wimbledon overnight. He's been in Ireland for a week. Um, he's been to Lords. He went to the day four of the Lords test. Um, he's having a fair old time. So good luck to him. He'll be back with us very shortly. Uh, not that we need him. Um, joining me on the show this week, he's head of something. He does a bit with someone. James Hughes, talk to me. What's going on? Uh, I like being the head of something. Uh, <laughs> Is it KO, mate? KO, you do a bit with KO? Yeah, the whole, the whole company, it's mine. Ah, so um, you're the head of KO. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Good work. Well done. Uh, yeah, like, obviously, Tim's having a, a great old time in Europe. Um, but I think we're, you know, both of us were profitable last week. So I don't know if we need him back, mate. I think we should just tell him to stay stay in Europe. There's no doubt we don't need him back. Um, but I'm sure he'll come back and try and take the reins. Uh, he still will be living That's off. unfortunate. He'll be living off that uh, Hail Mary that he got last week that we have mentioned enough. Previously, <laughs> anyway, Husey, we get on with this show. We'll get to last week's recap shortly as well. We do have this week uh, to cover. We'll touch quickly on Origin last night. Look, from my point of view, I think that the Queensland side was flat as attack. I don't think they had the energy or the enthusiasm that they had of games one and two. I don't think the intensity of the game was anywhere near games one and two. But what I would say was both sides used the footy. There was some some answers. From the New South Wales side of things, I don't think that Queensland start with Harry Grant over Ben Hunt if it was one all in the series. So Slater, obviously, you know, uh, look, Harry Grant's in the top one or two hookers in the world. So it's not like you're losing much. But there's a few decisions, I thought, that were probably uh, on the basis of being 2-0 up. Uh, but look, New South Wales, they moved the ball. I've you know, been harping on for a little while now, but I really did think that Cody Walker was the difference. I think he simplified James Tedesco's role. Mitchell Moses was really good. Bradman Best on debut was really good. But once again, I just think so much of it comes back to to Walker and what he can do and his decisions at the line, his his ability to pick the right player, go hard at the line, his tempo. Look, I've been a massive fan of the way he plays for a long time and I think it was all on show last night. Husey, what did you take away from the game? Yeah, mate, I, I totally agree. I think the sign of the, those best halfbacks and the way that I like to think of it, even though I'm not one of them, 
like yourself, mate, but is the way that they can, they look like they've got so much time on their hands, right? Uh, and it just allows them to make that that correct decision. And, and you could just see Cody, he'd hold the ball up at the perfect time and then pick the right option. And it's kind of like you, you said, it's something that was lacking in the first two games. And, you know, I think a lot of our back lines prior to, to last night were very frantic and, and just trying to shift as quick as possible. You know, granted, you know, we had Cookie in, in the centres in, in game two, but yeah, it was just, it was it was really nice to see Cody as play as well as he did. Uh, but again, like you said, we shouldn't get too excited. We've lost a, a series as New South Wales. Uh, Queensland were obviously not at their best last night and they probably didn't have to be because they, they have the trophy, right? Yeah, that's right. There's no doubt. It just shows it's very hard to win three in the one year. And also, the fact that it was in New South Wales, I think New South Wales most certainly had more to play for. I don't think there's any doubt, but I still believe there's a long way to go uh, to get the trophy back. So, yeah, look, it was a um, it was an enjoyable series. I thought that, once again, our State of Origin put on a great show. Uh, but anyway, we move on from that. Let's get into last week's recap, Jimmy. Brian Bevan, lock of the week. I got it. The Warriors to win at $1.62. I should have grown some nuts and had the line. I was really confident with them. <laughs> um, but I just thought, look, let's just make a profit, uh, which we did. So the Warriors got up at $1.62. Um, your value, Husey. Dolphins, plus 3.5 into the Dragons, giving with the plus 11.5 at $3.55. It's a big tick for you. Yeah, yeah, mate. Um, got got lucky there with the, the Dolphins-Titans, extra time there, and um, got away with the win. Um, for you, obviously, we went in that lock against each other. I went for the Para, and you went for New Zealand. There was a lot of guys out for Para. You know, the whole Johnson with his baby scenario kind of played a bit of a part in my stake, but hopefully I did let the boys know in, in the in the SC playbook group chat that uh, I was a bit hesitant after a bit of news come out. And so I hope everyone followed you in and told me to shut up. Yes, I hope they did too. But yes. anyway, the the fact of the matter is you had a good win. Um, our Steve Jacko Hail Marys, uh, we both missed there. We weren't far off it, but Look, we don't need to go too far into those two players. We both had a win. Let's see if we can do it again this week. Um, guys, we're exclusively using better markets for our players throughout the season. To follow along with our players, you can find the link to any of our weekly SC Playbook multis on our social channels. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Call 1800 858 858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Husey. Time for our plays. Brian Bevan, lock of the week. What have you gone with? Mate, I'm going with the Dolphins plus 14.5 against Penrith um, in this one at $1.87. Look, I've been a big fan of the Dolphins all throughout the year in terms of covering their pluses. They always seem to have quite big pluses and the market doesn't really like them too much um, and, and continuously saying that they're going to get flogged. So I think I got... In my Val last week, I had their plus in there. I've gone for it again against Penrith uh, with, you know, over two tries, over two con- uh, converted tries as a buffer. I think it's a pretty good bet there for my lock. Yeah, look, and it's funny, Husey. I was only talking about this the other day with a mate of mine about uh, about this Penrith side, and I think that they're still so 
so much the team to beat this year. They're, they're still, I think they've got through this origin period. Some of their players have got origin experience now, but hasn't taken a massive toll away from them. Nathan Cleary's had a really good spell in the middle of the season. They've still managed to get through that largely unscathed. I think that they're, they're setting themselves up for, for a real big finish to the season. But in saying that, they don't need to win by massive margins either. I know four and against comes into play at the end of the season, but when they get into their position, this Penrith side can be up by eight or ten and then they just kick long, kick to the corners and they just, um, you know, they're like a big python. They just constrict everyone to that end of the field. And and why do they need to win by massive margins? And the Dolphins mm-hmm. have proven throughout the year that they can cover it. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's a, a very valid point. Like the Penrith are, are making their ascension to the finals, you'd expect. But, uh, you know, there's, there's going to be a fight in there with Dolphins at home um, taking on Penrith, I think. No, fair call, mate. For me, I've gone with Kalen Ponga as an anytime try scorer at $1.94. On Friday night, the Knights host the West Tigers. I reckon the KP's really found some some uh, some of his mojo. And even at the start of the season, I, you know, I've always been a fan of him, the way he plays the game. He gets head knocks because he plays the game tough. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he's starting to find some combinations there. Jackson Hastings takes a bit of time. New halves. Uh, look, I think Kalen's really finding form. And I, and I think that they'll put some points on this West Tigers side who are obviously struggling. So, uh, look, you can get a dollar ninety-four around KP scoring. Um, that's my lock of the week, Uzi. So, let's uh, let's see if the big fella can deliver. Yeah, value plays. What have you gone with, mate? Mate, I'm going for another two-leg multi, similar to last week. Uh, I'm going against my beloved Roosters and backing the Melbourne minus four and a half. I just think. Melbourne are too good. Unfortunately, yes, the Roosters, this is a big one. Like if they can't win this one, they're probably a good, a very good chance of not having any hope to make the eight, I think. But So they're going to be up for it, but, you know, the numbers are still saying Melbourne are going to be too good of a side. And provided their, their guns back up from origin, I, I think Melbourne are going to win that one convincingly. Um, and then I'm going to roll that into Manly versus North Queensland. I'm going to take Manly on the nose uh, as outsiders. I've got that game pick, so essentially saying they're even favourites. Uh, and, yeah, they're outsiders by three or so points. So I'm going to put them on the on the nose in to get myself $4.30, hopefully. Fair call, Jimmy. Just a quick one, mate. How much do you love numbers? I do love numbers, but I also, you know... I'll, you know, I love numbers, mate. I just love numbers. When you go to sleep, what do you do? You think about numbers and uh, the chalkboard and equations, or what? What goes through your head? Usually, before I go to bed, I do a bit of meditation and, <laughs> and, and uh, count count sheep and, and uh, do, do, do my times tables, and I'm just ready and raring. And then in my subconscious, as I sleep, the maths is continuing to go on. Yeah, no, fair enough, mate. When I <laughs> if I have a game of checkers, I need to calm down. My my hand, my mind is overstimulated after a game of checkers, so um, I don't know how I'd sleep with you. But anyway, you're good at it, so stick with it, Husey. Um, Hopefully, you and I are never in the same bed together sleeping, mate. Yeah, there'll be some real uh, some real issues going on. <laughs> Um, you can have you can have Tim. He's he's got one, he's one of the biggest snorers I've ever uh, slept in the same room as. Uh, I'd, I'd hate for I'd hate to be stuck in there. I think um, I think uh, Mum and him went to the went to Wimbledon overnight. They were staying at my cousin's house and they were, they were in the, um, in the lounge room. Tim was on the floor and Mum was on the couch. And uh, yeah, 
Poor I can't imagine, yeah, I can't imagine even after a couple of beers, you'd be getting worse too. So mum's had, mum's had a sleepless night. Oh, she, she wouldn't have slept at all, honestly. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, all right, my value, Husey. Uh, look, I've gone with the Eels this week, um, the Eels and Titans game. I like the Eels. I really do. I think Mitch Moses being back, a bit of confidence coming out of origin. They're starting to find find a bit of form. And also Lane coming back into the side, I think he'll make a massive difference to them in the long run. I think he still offers a lot more stability to the side. That's the big one. So Sean Lane coming back onto that left edge for, for the Eels. I presume he's going to play left edge. But I like the Eels. Uh, I like Mike Acebo to score. Khan Pereira to score for the Titans. He's just one of those ones that you, you put in each week. He still f- manages to find the line, even if sometimes he does do some ridiculous things, ridiculous kicks and whatnot. Uh, when he pins the ears and goes to the trial line, he's hard to stop. And then to round it out, it's the King Gutho. I reckon he scores on the back of this eel side being too good. I think he, he finds his way over the line somewhere um, within the game, whether it be backing up or playing through the line, Sean Lane's offload. It was, it was dynamic last year, and I think that that combination will improve again. Um, don't underestimate the difference that Sean Lane will have to that side in the long run. So $6.25 around the value this week. So hopefully the Eels can turn one on. Paddy Carrigan. No, what do we got here? Steve. Oh, yes, yeah, so I see what Tim's done here. So it's the Paddy Carrigan slash Steve Jacko Jackson. Hail Mary. 10% of the week. Uh, what have you gone with, Husey? Mate, I've gone to that same game. I was thinking of Gutho, actually. Do you think, um, you know, he got those three minutes last night. How do you think Tim would have fared with three minutes at the back end of Origin? Would you put him out there or would he, would he absolutely die? Uh, yeah, that'd be the end of him, uh, especially after end. two weeks of drinking Guinness over in Ireland. Um, that little, yeah, pot belly of his would be, you know, I don't think he sees out the three minutes, Husey. He doesn't see it out, yep. Fair enough. What do you reckon? Does a hammy or, he just, you know, someone just absolutely snaps him in half? Yeah, he probably tries to take a little scoot uh, out from dummy half. Yeah, no, he, uh, he not only doesn't see the game out, but that might be him brown bread, I reckon. Yeah, that's you, brown bread, Timmy. But I've, I've also gone to that same game. Uh, but I'm I'm going for the Gold Coast plus five, eight, eight and a half into Sevo to score twice into Brimson any time. At twenty one, at twenty one dollars, uh, that that total for that game is fifty points. So the bookies are saying there's going to be a lot of point scoring going on, and and so hopefully that's good for your Val and for my Hail Mary. Sevo is attacking a a kind of weaker edge for the Titans that concede about forty three percent of their tries down there, and I think uh, Brimson's just an, another play there uh, because I think Para. Not they're not the biggest at conceding through the middle, but they're one of the ones that are, are relatively up there. So I think that's definitely an opportunity to get me in any time. So yeah, that... it'd be it'd be an interesting game, Husey. There'll be a fair bit going on. The, as you said, the line set at fifty odd markets. It's a pretty big. Um, I think both sides can score points. There's no doubt about that. It's, it's just who can defend better. And uh, look, I think the Eels have got more more gears to go through just yet as well. So no, fair enough, mate. I, I like where your head's at for me. Steve Jacko, Jackson, Hail Mary. I've gone to the Melbourne side and, and I'm, I've am i gone on the fact that, that every now and then this Melbourne side just turn one on and two dominant through the middle. Um, and on the back of this, the Roosters, they're not playing with confidence. They've sort of shuffled some players around. 
I think that the storm's going to be too big and too strong. So I, I've gone with um, Harry Grant to cross the stripe. Big Nelson is an ear handful. God, I, uh, there's days where I wake up and, and you know, they see the sun shining and you look at the calendar and you, you're not playing Melbourne and Nelson this week and you go, life's pretty good. Life's pretty good. If I was up you, against you had, a, you had a nightmare about Nelson whilst I was dreaming about maths. Yeah, uh, you sit there drinking, uh, dreaming about maths and I was sitting there waking up in a cold sweat thinking about Nelson running over the top of me. So... Um, <laughs> I might have to get on the maths train, I think. Um, <laughs> it's much safer and, uh, yeah, not not as volatile. Yeah, that's maths, not maths. We're not getting maths. on the maths. Oh, quick yeah, one, Husey, quick one. Yeah. How about Luke Bateman, one of the three new bachelors? You're kidding me, is he? Big Beto. Oh, oh gosh. Honestly, we should do an episode, uh, a recap of uh, <laughs> of The Bachelor when it starts <laughs> up. I can't wait to see the big logger from up there in Queensland. He, he left us a couple of years ago, found his feet out there in the sticks, logging wood, and now he's one of three bachelors. So uh, good luck well, to we, all. We control the podcast now, mate. So like, we can do whatever segment we like. So I think, yeah, let's go for a bachelor segment next I week. I agree. Before Timmy says anything. We're going with the bachelor segment. Luke Bateman, yeah. you're coming on. Uh, <laughs> that was a little side story, but how good. Uh, look, yeah, so anyway, where was I? Uh, Grant, Nelson, and Munster to score a try. $35, you're getting roughly 35 for those three. Uh, if it's one of these games where Melbourne turn it on, I think Munster coming back off origin, a little disappointed about how things play uh, played out. Um, I just reckon he's got he's got to try in him, backing up the middle potentially as well. So 35 bucks. Now, over the next 12 months, an estimated 60, 60% of all fixed rate mortgages are going to expire. Madness. Tim, this needs to be changed. I've spoken with Pat and George about this in detail. They've told me that a lot of their clients still have a rate with a one or two in front of it. The average rate is now around 5%. QZ, I can see your maths mind just ticking over there. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of repayment increase, man. <laughs> so what does this mean? Basically, that for a lot of people, their mortgage repayments are about to increase on average by an extra 737 bucks a month. That's a lot of extra money to have to find in your budget. If you haven't had a look at when your fixed rate expires or if you're worried about when it does, give the experts Pat and George a call so they can get you on the best rate possible and keep more money in your pockets to put less strain on your finances. You'll save yourself $129 on a free consult because you're an SC Playbook listener. So mention SC Playbook when you get in contact. To do so, flick them a message on Instagram at Pat and George underscore SCW or call on 02-9521-1611. Good on you, Pat and George. They're, they're great sponsors of the show. They jump on every year. They've, uh, they're rock solid with us. So Pat and George, go in and see them. Time for some tips, Yuzi. Let's roll through these. Uh, we kick off first game of the week. It is on Friday night, the Knights and the West Tigers. I've mentioned I like the Knights. I think they're going to be too too strong playing with confidence. Do you, do you, do you follow me in or is your mind or what's your line saying about this game? I'm with you, mate. All, all for the Knights. I've got a kind of near the market, but I can't see them losing, mate. Yeah, no, I agree. I just think they're playing with confidence. Uh, I think Big Kalen is in for another big game and yeah, I, I like him. Saturday, 3 o'clock, the Doggies host the Broncos. Afternoon game at Belmore Sports Ground. What an occasion. It'll be a great occasion. It is Josh Reynolds. He's retired through the week. It's his final game. I think he's playing in the New South Wales Cup out there. Um, you know, he's been a great servant to the club. And, and I'm, I'm just stoked that it is at Belmore. It's worked out really well. There's no doubt they probably planned it. Uh, but 
you know, well done to Josh on a, on a hell of a career. Um, bloke who played above his weight. He was always, all reports, one of the hardest trainers and, and never let, left an inch out there. So so good luck to Josh there. Um, in terms of the game, Husey, what's your line saying about this Bulldogs and Broncos game? Uh, mate, I've got that line at Broncos four-point favourites. So I actually don't mind a little flutter on Canterbury, especially at the you know at their heartland at Belmore there, mate. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. I think that the Broncos have missed uh, Reese Walsh more than I think they would have thought. He, he's And not only them, the Maroons as well. He's just showing what difference he makes to the sides at the moment. But, um, look, the Dogs at home, there'll be, a, there'll be a big crowd there at Belmore. Josh's last game uh, in the stadium and, and for the Dogs. So, look, I mean, I'm leaning towards the Broncos. But the Dogs, you know, they'll be tricky. They'll be tricky. 5.30 Saturday afternoon, the Sea Eagles, they're $2.26 against the Cowboys around the $1.60 mark. Uh, oh, God, Four Pines Park there in Manly. I know that this Eagles, this Sea Eagles side, they've struggled without Turbo this year. There's no doubt about that. But also at Brookie, they play their best footy. So there's two trains of thought. The Cowboys, they've been up for a little while. They've been playing brilliant football. Mm-hmm. They're getting some troops back. A massive game for both these sides sitting there on the edge of the eight. Uh, what are you thinking, Husey? Yeah, I've, I've already gone in for the Seagulls to win that one. So I'm, I'm hoping, yeah, the Turbo impact. I think previous years, 100% Turbo has been a massive impact. You know, worth at least six, six or seven points to their line half the time in, in previous seasons. But I, I'm feeling, given his form personally hasn't been ex- excellent this year, I'm thinking, you know, the way that they can fiddle around, they can still be a half-decent side without him. Yep, fair enough. I mean, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Cowboys. I think they've got too much to play for and, and they are in form. So I'll be taking the Cowboys in that one. The Roosters and Storm. You know, I, I've mentioned the Storm. I think you were the Roosters, weren't you there, Husey? No, mate, I'm with you with the Storm. You're the Storm Melbourne too. Melbourne minus four and a half. That's right, yeah. So we're both in on the Storm. Um, no doubt the Roosters will win that then. <laughs> <laughs> um, Warriors and the Sharks, Sunday afternoon. This is going to be a ripper. Um, yeah. I, I, I've been a big fan of the Warriors for a while. Uh, I know the Sean Johnson factor. This is the reason why I actually haven't had a play on them because I don't know what's happening with him this week. If he plays... Um, you're getting you know close to that $2 mark for the Warriors to win. Um, they're the outsiders against the Sharks. I like the Warriors, Husey. Yeah, I mean, outsiders at home against the Sharks. It's a, it's, yeah, it's going to be probably the game of the weekend, right? So uh, very very much looking forward to that one. Uh, I'm probably going to go Warriors if, if Johnson's playing. Yeah, good man, good man. Dolphins and Panthers, we've covered this quite a bit as well. Um, you're, you're going to take the line with the Dolphins. Uh, look, I think that the Panthers, I oh mean, uh, there's no doubt I, I think that they win the game. Um, yeah. I reckon they cover the line. There you go. Um, no real Take play. Uh, I, I For the punters, follow Husey in there. He's the one who's done the numbers on, on all that jazz. So, um, yeah, but look, I, I think Panthers are far too strong. Last match of the round, Eels and the Titans. I've gone with the Eels. Uh, Husey, where's your head? I think the Eels win. But I'm just hoping for that eight and a half, mate. Yeah, eight and a half. That's right. Yep. So, um, yeah, hopefully that's one of those other ones that we can we can both have a win on. Uh, Husey, that wraps up another fantastic show. 
Fantastic show. Jeez, it's a good show and we don't have to worry about Tim, mate. Yeah, it's easy going, isn't it? Um, Look, he will be back. Uh, I think he's back. Is he next week or the week after, Husey, do you know? He did say he was off for two weeks, so I'm, I'm guessing that means he's back next ah, week. So. I agree. We'll give him another week. Yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah, we'll give him a week, another week <laughs> off, I reckon. Yeah, look, we might have him back next week. Then we will also bring the punters head-to-head back. We've given that a couple of weeks off as it's normally run through the SC Playbook uh, site, and Tim normally controls that as well. So uh, punters head-to-head, it will be coming back. Tim will be coming back. The show will be back to normal. Hopefully we can find some winners. Husey, it's been an absolute pleasure once again. As always, thank you, mate. No, good good times. Good luck to all you punters out there. We will be back next week. And between then and now, stay safe. See us later.